very cool. My time is far gone. Uh, Ricardo, are you going to give the taxi to come? You never call him? Oh, okay. All right, so let's look at Colossians 4, verse 17. And say to... Archippus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Take heed to the ministry that you have received, and make sure you do what? You fulfill it. Did I give you the verse? Yes. Yes. And he said to Agrippus, Agrippa, what? Agrippus. Say, pronounce it for me. Agrippa. Your version says Agrippa. Agrippus, is it on? Colossians 4.17 Are you there? Did you not say amen? If not, oh, you said amen, so that means you're not there. Okay. Is it on the screen now? Okay, she's slow. And, and say to Archippus, Archippus, what a name, eh? I declare you will not name your son Ochipus. Imagine calling your child, Ochipus, come here. <laughs> and say to Ochipus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord. Take heed, take into account that you have been called by God. Take into account, take heed, carefully consider what you have been called to your ministry in the Lord. Take consideration to it. Take heed. Now, I remember years ago when I was in Durban Christian Center, they gave us like a, like a sheet as to trying to discover where we fit in or where, what we are called to do and stuff. So they would give you a sheet and you just would tick on the sheet. Like, for example, if you like helping people, like Ministry of Helps, you like catering, you like feeding, you like serving. So they will put you either in the ushering department or the ministry of health and they'll say, this is what you are called to. Maybe you like music or singing or photography and all, and you would take whatever you like and then they will look at that and the percentage of that they'll say, okay, maybe you've been called into the media department. And they will look at whether you like to speak or whatever and then they'll say you've been called into the counseling department, etc., etc. However, though your calling, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, it hasn't entered into the hearts of man, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. So your calling is actually hidden from man. God will speak to you directly what he has called you to do. What man will come and do, man will come and confirm what God has already spoken to you about. Or whatever desire you have, if you desire to be a minister, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, what would happen? Somebody will come and confirm it that this is what God has called you to do. This is what you need to do. Why? Because of the desire. The desire, you must understand, is a call. Just to desire to preach. That's the call. So now that you have to take heed to what you have been called to do, anyone desires to preach? So show me your hand, desire to preach. Lots of you desire. You desire to preach. So that desire that you have to preach the word of God, automatically it's a call of God. 
it's a call of God. Now the scripture says, take heed to it that thou fulfill your call. I don't know about you, but I still feel like a fire burning inside of me. Take heed to make sure that you fulfill your call. That you're not slack, you're not slow, you're not behind. You fulfill it. That any opportunity, you become so angry, you're like, I can't wait until it's my turn to share. Any opportunity to speak to somebody. You spend time in the word. You spend time in prayer. You, I'm telling you, preach to yourself. When you're in the boat, preach to yourself. Take heed. Fulfill it. Make it be the driving force in your life. Every day after school, I was in Ambilo. I would walk all the way from Ambilo to Grace Tabernacle Church. Walk all the way there. Sister Miriam, she was a secretary then. Years ago, she's still, I think she's still the secretary now. So, I would go, and all I would say to her, please, I just need to go upstairs and pray. I would go upstairs and pray. I'll take chairs from downstairs, and I would go upstairs. Guess what I'm doing upstairs? Setting up the chairs like service. Got a pulpit over there, setting up. The, had no idea how to preach. Had no idea how to minister, nothing. So I come. Uh, at this time, I would like to call my wife. No wife, nothing. I'm still in school. No, I would like to call my wife, and my wife is going to come and bless her with a song or with a word. Can you give my wife a big hand? Clap hands, and I'm like, yeah. No one there, only me by myself. And my wife will come, and I would imagine it, and I would see my wife coming to stand and minister, or whatever the case may be. And as my wife stands and ministers, I say, come on, give the Lord a big hand. Won't we lift up our voice and sing a song to the Lord? Hallelujah. Oh, yes, there's the spirit moving. Ah, and I'm, I'm telling you, I was doing that. Every single day after school, I would go and I would, I would sing. I would act like, the, hey, catch that person. The Holy Spirit is moving. Hallelujah. And I would sing. Oh, the presence of God is so sweet in this place. No one's there. And then I open my Bible and I'll read. Won't you turn your Bible? And I didn't know what I was reading. I just opened the scripture and said, okay. Okay, I'm preaching like this. And now, because I used to watch C.D. Jakes and them a lot and stuff, so now I never used to, I want like this, right? I'll be like, ah, the Bible says uh, that God is going to do it in your life. Uh, it's going to turn around uh, in five days from now. Uh, God is opening up a door for you. The Bible says uh, all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Uh, it's working for your good, my sister, my brother, every single day. Practice preaching. I practice to minister. What I was doing, what was I doing? I was taking heed to the ministry and I was trying to make foolproof of the ministry. The first time I actually laid hands on somebody and they fell, it wasn't like a surprise to me. I felt like I was doing this before <laughs> because I did it every day by myself. Every day by myself. Every day praying, every day. It might look like I was crazy. Oh, yes, I was. But I did it because I understood. I didn't understand what I know now, 
And what I was doing then was what I'm doing now. I didn't understand it, but I was taking heed of the ministry. Still as a scholar, still in school. And I got involved in school where I was preaching in school. I got involved in the SCA where I opened up, a, uh, I opened up with my brother uh, Anele and we started Christian Association where we would preach every single second break. We preach, we evangelize in the school. I used to get invited to preach. My first preaching engagement was when I was still a scholar. They gave me 50 rand as an honorarium. I preached. I did it. I was making foolproof of my ministry. It costed me a lot, but I was making foolproof while everybody else was doing their own thing. I wasn't worried about what they were doing. I was making foolproof of my ministry. My matric ball. Everybody else was in. I was. I just went to the matric ball. I didn't even want to go. We were having an all-night prayer meeting. After the matric ball, everyone's after party, after party, after party. Uh uh, there was an all night going on with my matric ball outfits. I went to the to the all night prayer with my suit on. I had a white suit on. Still remember. And I went to go pray throughout the night. While everybody else was enjoying themselves and having a good time. While my friends were out playing soccer and playing or I was in the house praying and reading my Bible. Spending time with God. I was making foolproof of my ministry. When I tell you that when you, when you want to make foolproof of your ministry, social life, what's a social life? What's a social life? Bishop Dag even said at the time, he says he doesn't even know why he sends his children to school. He says, what's the purpose of sending our children to school? <laughs> he knows they must go to school, but like, for what? For what? Because all he had in his mind was ministry. All he had that was running, that he must do the works of God, and his children must do the works of God. You understand? And then he came into a certain understanding as well. But you understand what I'm trying to say to you guys? To make foolproof of your ministry. He said you wanted to say something. Yes. Definitely, I think, I think the idea is, and 
thanks for clarifying it so nicely. I think the idea is not just, never ever just think that for, for some of us, not everyone, not for everyone, right? That's why I'm saying know what you are called to do and stuff. Like some of us, when I ask who desires to preach, not everybody lifted up their hand and stuff, right? So maybe the desire will come later. Maybe the desire won't come or whatever the case may be. However, though, we are all called to speak the word. We are all called to preach the word of God. There's nobody here that's not called to do it. You're all called to do that, right? However, though, find out what God has called you to do. It might not be to open a church. Not everybody has that desire. Like I remember Des saying that he doesn't want to, you know, he won't pastor a church, but he would like to help finance to build a church. So not everybody has that, but those, they are those that are called to that. They are those that are having that, they have that. Run with it. Run with it to full capacity. Run with it to the highest degree. Even though, like now, you might not feel it, it will come. I'm telling you, it will come. It will come. Like, even let's look at Tosha, for example. Right? Can I use you, Tosha? For you to even think, ah, a church, like, hey, me, pastor in a church, might even be something far beyond your mind, right? But do you know that God could give you a husband that has the desire to plant a church and the desire to do the work of God? She's also part of that vision to plant and do the work of God. So the desire will start to build inside of her to preach, to build the church, to do the work. Let's start another church. Let's start this. Why? Because she married a church planter. But initially, she never had that when she started. She never had it. Ah, me. Her on her own, she won't do it. See, like some of you on your own, if, I, if you'll go out and try and start a church, you won't do it. But if I send some of you, you will go. Do you understand what I'm saying? If, like I say, Celine go and start a church. I mean, when she's made foolproof of her ministry. And she's, she's, she's proven that, ah, as for me, I, this, is, this is what I'm supposed to do. She'll go and she'll start the church and she'll do well. You understand? However, there's some of us that are here that would be good at media. Some of us that are here that would be good with singing. Some of us that would be here, everything just fits together perfectly. Not everyone is a preacher. But you've got to make foolproof of what you've been called to do. Whether it be preaching, whether it be not preaching, you have to make foolproof of it. If you're a dancer, make foolproof of your dancing. When you dance, do it in excellence. If you're a poet, when you do it, make sure you do it in excellence. If you're a singer, make sure you're practicing, you're doing what you've been. You are making foolproof. Take heed to the ministry that has been entrusted to you. Take heed to the ministry. Take heed to the call. When we say call, we don't mean always call to go and preach. Call to sing. Call to dance. Call to helps. Call to media. Call to capture the glory. Called in some aspect or in some dimension. But everyone has the ability to stand and speak. That's it. 
some of you might not do well with opening a church. We send you to go open the church, and we look at you, we're like, oh, Candace, no ways. We can see that this is not your area. You, you speak well, you, you're good, but this might not be your area. So we place you by the leading of the Holy Spirit where we can see that God has called you. Maybe your area is church administration. I'm just using an example, right? Maybe your area you've been called to is make sure that church administration, that's what you've been called to do. Do it. But can a church administrator preach and win souls? Absolutely yes. Yeah. You, you following me, right? Anyway, we passed time, long time. <laughs> it's now, uh, what's the time? 7.25, amen. We need to close. Were you blessed? Yes. Oh, we'll be here five minutes time. All right, cool. So make sure you make full proof of your ministry. Ah, I know what I'm called to do. I don't, I don't have no doubt that I'm called. Somebody else know you called. Yes, I'm called. He said, show me a scripture that you called. I said, I don't need to show you the scripture. I had a desire. I had a dream. And I'm making full proof of a ministry. The evidence speaks that I'm called. You understand? So I don't need to prove myself to anyone. You don't need to prove yourself to anyone. All you have to do is just take heed and make full proof of your ministry. Not easy, guys. Catherine Kuhlman said it will cost you everything. The weight of those words, the weight of those words does something to me. The weight of those words. You can't want it, you can't desire it if you can't pay the price. Can't. The weight of those words is something else. And I pray that you and me, we are willing to pay the price no matter what. That's why I say to the young people, don't worry about boyfriends and girlfriends. It's going to hinder you from paying the price. It will. You won't pay the price. I remember when I was dating this girl. And God kept on saying to me, you value her more than you value me. I was like, what? You value her more than you value me. Because every time he told me, to let her go, I refused. Let her go, no. Let her go, no. Let her go, no. For two years, I never let her go. He said, you value her more than you value me. You're afraid to lose her, but you're not afraid to lose me. Yo. my walk. There was a time where you know when you're on fire, 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 fire for the Lord? 
And then when you in, try enter into a relationship, whew, that's why you have to be very extremely careful. Oh. Extremely careful. You want fire, 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 fire. Enter into a relationship. Your time is, dis- everything is now distracted. Ev- the distraction comes. So make foolproof of your ministry first. Telling you now, this is actually a warning for you. I like giving you warnings, right? Make foolproof of your ministry first. I know it's hard. Make foolproof while you got it. And then, don't be silly. Don't be stupid. Don't be foolish. Don't be ignorant. Don't be mad. And worry about relationships if you've not made foolproof of your ministry. Don't be stupid. You'll be, you'll be a silly girl. You'll be a silly boy. You'll be, you'll be silly, I'm telling you. We would see you and we'd say, S-O-U, you are stupid. In a nice word, S-O-U, you are stupid. Because there's so much that you could access in God. There's so much that you could grab in God. Now you sidetracked by spending time with somebody whereas you could have spent time with God. Oh, we'll spend time together. Yes, you'll spend time together fornicating. Yes. Because I, I said that to myself. Did Bella say the text is here? <laughs> I, I said to myself, hey, maybe we can pray together. We get into the house, we pray together. After the prayer, what's happening? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, don't, don't, don't be, don't think wisely. This thing is not to be played around with. Make foolproof of your ministry. Serve God effectively. So even when he comes, you are so complete in God, man. You are so finished in God. You won't be led by your emotions. You are such, you'll be such a spiritual woman. Such a spiritual man that even when the temptation comes, you you will understand it. Why? You will say, it costed me. It cost, I paid a price for this. I'm not going to allow any woman to mess me over. I'm not going to allow any man to mess me over because there was a price. I prayed all night. I went to pray. I went, I read my word. I fasted. I preached. I, I, I paid too much. So you become complete. Now you are incomplete. I'm telling you. Incomplete. And you look for your completions in his affirmation, in her affirmation, in a whole lot of other things. But I'm telling you something now. God wants to make you over. Don't worry about it. I know we have relationships in the church. I know. But I'm saying to you, if you're not as deep as you are in, in the relationship, if you're deep, I don't know what you're going to do. But if you're not deep and you're not like, you, your emotions are not drowned yet, you haven't drowned in your emotions, do your, yourselves a favor, both of you, and make yourselves foolproof. That person will still be there when you've made foolproof 
when you come back, that person will still be there if that person was the one that God wanted for you. That person will still be waiting for you. That person will be praying as well. That person is making foolproof on one side while you're making foolproof on the other side. But now when you're together, you're not making foolproof of nothing. So separate, make foolproof, make foolproof, God will come. Just let them know, just let them know by a sign, I see you. And just, just that, just that, I see you. But I'm making foolproof of my ministry. And she'll be like, I'm also making foolproof of my ministry. You, you, would, you could even see in the spirit that as for him and her, they were supposed to be together. Because you can see how spiritual they are. You understand what I'm saying? They've made foolproof of their ministry. Yes, so don't, don't be silly. We, we don't need to rush for these things. We rush for fornication. We, rough, we rush to feel guilty. Oh, all these things. We rush in for what? Make foolproof of your ministry. She'll make foolproof of her ministry. When you come together, fireworks. the mistakes we made. Yes, don't make the mistakes we made. Sister Zenia, I wish, I'm sure you could even say to yourself, hey, I wish I was single for a lot of times in my life so I could make foolproof of my, Brother Charles, I, I wish I was single for a longer time so I could make foolproof of my ministry. He's outside, praise the Lord. So I could make foolproof of my ministry. Yes, because you realize now that you're in a relationship or you're married, it's difficult to make foolproof. Oh, you're there. Brother Manuel, is it difficult to make foolproof? Yes. Pastor Alistair, is it difficult to make foolproof? Absolutely. Absolutely. The scripture talks about it. Your devotion is divided. You can't. You, that's why Paul says, be like me, don't marry. So your devotion cannot record it. Is it difficult to make foolproof? It's difficult. If there was no wife that you had to take care of, if there was nobody that you had to love, if there was nobody that you had to nurture every time, you would make foolproof of your ministry because you live your life as a single person. But now that you're married, your affection is divided between God and your wife. And you can't even lie and say it's not divided. You can't even lie and say it's not divided. It's divided. Yes, that's why don't be mad or... Wait, 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 wait. And when you come together, you will complete and you will do the work of God. Sing and in harmony. She would understand spiritual dynamics. You would understand spiritual dynamics. And when you operate, it would be not even like, oh, she's saying, I'm going to fast and pray. Oh, how can you go and fast and pray? No, go, babes. It's fine. I'm also, I'll join you in your fast and pray. Oh, I'm going to church. Why do you have to be in church every night? No, babes, come, let's go together. You understand there's that, there's that, there's that thing you would understand is that completeness. Make foolproof of your ministry first before you engage. Be with them. As long as you see them, as long as you see them, see them, see them with your eyes, it's fine. If you see a sister in the church now, I'm telling you off the church, go tell her, my sister, I see you. My brother, I see you. I'm saying, just say, I see you. That's all you have to say. Even if two brothers come to you, uh, Lisa, say, it's fine. As long as you'll show me, it's fine. It's okay. Nothing else is happening. You'll show. That's okay. Nothing else. As long as you'll show. Uh, if someone comes to you, say, it's fine to see. Oh. It's fine. But no engagement. It's fine to see. 
I'm telling you something. Love? The ladies must approach the guys. Ah, hey! <laughs> the ladies are saving their head. Never Trevor. Never Trevor. <laughs> Let's stay to our feet. Amen. Hope you got some wisdom nuggets. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.